my friends in Christ, the beautiful gospel story of the road to Emmaus is a favorite of mine, maybe of yours too. I love its, its pensive quality, the calm, reflective way in which Luke tells of the journey of those two downhearted disciples who walked with Jesus along that road that Easter morning, not knowing it was Jesus. Luke tells us that Emmaus is a village seven miles from Jerusalem. But I find it quite interesting that even though it appears on nearly every pilgrim map of the Holy Land, and we paid a visit there on our recent pilgrimage to the Holy Land, still many scholars are not convinced that the real Emmaus has ever been found. There are several contestants. Well, for that reason, I think we can think of Emmaus as representing every place, not just one place and of the road to Emmaus as every road we travel. Isn't it wonderful to think that no matter what road we travel in life, Jesus is our companion? Even if we don't always recognize him, he is no less a companion for that. And along the road come dark and difficult days as we, much like those two downhearted disciples, find ourselves short on hope and maybe even lost in sadness because Jesus seems to be absent. But the Emmaus story tells us that if we hold on during the dark times and invite him to stay with us, he will. And not only will he stay with us, he will find a way to open our eyes and make himself known to us in the breaking of bread. My friends, this opening up of minds and hearts takes place here in the cathedral week after week as we gather in this holy place and Jesus makes himself known to us in the scriptures proclaimed, in the bread that is broken, in the cup we share, and yes, in one another. How blessed we are to have this wonderful parish. How blessed we are not to be alone on the road of life, the road to Emmaus. But you know, this parish of ours is not an island, far from it. It's part of a much larger church. For one thing, it's part of the Archdiocese of Seattle, which is a large network of parishes, communities, ministries, and services, each of them in one way or another, helping people to meet Christ along the road of life and come to know him and love him. This morning, we are asked to think about that larger church and how can we support it through the annual Catholic appeal. Now, I think I just caused a little whiplash there. Sorry, it's not my intent. But the annual Catholic appeal really is about the journey of faith and about helping people meet Christ along that journey. So let me remind you of just a few of the ways you help people meet Christ by your generous support of the annual Catholic appeal. Your annual Catholic appeal contribution supports things like the education and formation of seminarians for the priesthood. It supports the ongoing formation of lay leaders and lay catechists, something the Archdiocese is gearing up for in a serious way these days. It, it, it supports our extensive network of Catholic grade and high schools all throughout Western Washington. It supports our CYO camps and athletic programs for kids. 
It also supports the pastoral and strategic planning efforts of the Archdiocese, as well as the great work of Catholic community services, housing for the elderly, the poor, the disabled, veterans, migrant workers, and their families, shelters for the homeless, pregnancy support, adoption services. These are things I think you know quite well. And you know, too, that each year the Archdiocese sets an annual Catholic appeal goal for the entire Archdiocese, and then one for each parish. The overall goal this year for the Archdiocese is $11 million. Our parish's share of that goal is $383,376, a huge sum of money for sure, and the only way we can possibly meet that goal and exceed it is if each one of us steps forward and gives generously, maybe even a little more generously than last year because our goal has been increased. Well, you've always done this, and I'm confident that you will again this year. Let me remind you, too, that everything that you give over and above that goal set for us by the Archdiocese comes directly back to us in the form of a rebate. So let me say just a word about that rebate. It's amazing that we can even talk about it. Not every parish can, but every year you are incredibly generous and far exceed the goal. And I have confidence to think you will this year, too. Let me tell you how we plan to use the rebate this year. I have this dream of re-envisioning the Terry and Mary entrance to the cathedral over there by the Mary Shrine. As you know, it has become the cathedral's main entrance. No longer is the west entrance with the grand bronze doors the main entrance. It just isn't. Hundreds and hundreds of people flow through those doors in and out every weekend. And while it works, it's not very attractive, certainly not very beautiful, and it's not as welcoming as it could be. It should be both beautiful and welcoming. With some imagination and some dollars, I'm convinced we can create an entrance that is worthy of this great cathedral, an entrance that makes you feel welcome when you walk in, and at the same time reminds you that you are entering a sacred space. I'd like to fill that vestibule with, with, and the hallway as well with light and make some much-needed upgrades to the restrooms and hallway. What we have right now is pretty utilitarian, pretty basic. Eventually, I'd even like to make artistic changes to the exterior of that entrance that will make it beautiful. And that's something we have to think about in the future, but maybe not too far in the future. At this point, all I have is a dream, not a price tag. But my plan is to use the rebate from this year's annual appeal as a down payment on that capital project. Our goal for the rebate we have set is $180,000. We've done that, done that in the past. I'm confident that we can do it again. More fundraising will undoubtedly be needed as we move ahead with that project, but the rebate will jumpstart it for sure. My friends, we all know we're still recovering from the pandemic. There are still some empty pews in the cathedral every Sunday, not so much at this mass, but at some of the others. And there are many ministries still in need of volunteers. My hope is that this project I've described for you will be one more step toward recovery from the pandemic, one more way we can invite people to encounter Christ in this place. 
we've made some good strides in that direction. I think, for instance, of our two live stream liturgies every Sunday to a congregation that now stretches across the country and even, believe it or not, across the world. I think, too, of our Sunday morning early breakfast for our homeless friends and of our new and improved hospitality after this 10 o'clock Mass. All good things, wonderful things, but we need to keep finding ways to be more welcoming as a parish. And I believe this Terry and Marion entrance project can be one of those. Let me return to that gospel story. The road to Emmaus. That road is every road we walk, my friends. Our challenge is to realize that Jesus is our companion along that road and to welcome him to listen to him, and, as we do now, to recognize him in the breaking of bread.